Quality Goods is brought to you by The Genius Brand. Products formulated according to science. Their clinically dosed supplements are crafted with tested, raw, and effective ingredients without proprietary blends, artificial dyes, artificial flavors, sweeteners, unnecessary fillers, or banned substances. I've recently gotten really into nootropics, and their genius consciousness has been tremendous in helping me focus while working from home through quarantine. It's got lion's mane, astragalus, ginseng, and a little bit of caffeine from green coffee extract. Sometimes they even stack that with their caffeine-free pre-workout when I'm getting in my daily fitness. Genius Pre is one of the cleanest pre-workouts I've taken. It's stimulant-free and there is no jitters. Uh, you know, if you've ever taken uh, any pre-workouts out there, I'm sure you know uh, what I'm talking about. Your physical capabilities are guaranteed to expand when your brain is engaged with their all-natural nutrients and your muscles will be stimulated by scientifically proven clean ingredients. They've got lots of other supplements and vitamins for you depending on which area of genius you're trying to improve. And you can get 15% off of your order with coupon QUALITY when you shop at thegeniusbrand.com. Or just follow the link in our Instagram bio. And if you're not satisfied, they'll even give you your money back. So what have you got to lose? Hit up the Genius Brand today with code QUALITY at checkout. On this episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, Anson and I were joined by Candace Crowhurst, founder of The Virtual Studio. When COVID struck earlier this year, Candace was quick to realize the need for fitness and community was going to need to evolve. So she jumped at the opportunity to found The Virtual Studio, a place for trainers to connect with those seeking a way to stay fit through quarantine and remain safe while doing so. Big changes mean new opportunities, and Candace was quick to flex her entrepreneurial mindset and resourcefulness and created a business to bring fitness into people's homes and socially distant spaces, all while giving back to social causes in her community. We talked about her unorthodox road into the fitness biz, the constant pivoting that is required when navigating uncharted territory, and some of the ways we can stay fit while doing so. Whether you're a fitness junkie just trying to maintain or are completely new to exercise, hopefully you've all exercised at least a few times. We hope that you enjoy this conversation about entrepreneurship and fitness. So pick up those dumbbells, go for a run, or use this as motivation to get moving and let's see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. Welcome once again to the Quality Goods Podcast. I am Chris Beatty. And I'm Anson J. And we're coming at you again from a lovely Friday in the Bay Area again. We get uh, a little less smoke in the air these days, which is, which is a good thing. Yeah, cooled uh, down a little bit too. Yeah, so it's uh, a beautiful uh, September day. Dang, we're in yeah. September already? Yeah. Moving. Well... We have a guest today who is also from the Bay Area, from the opposite side. We have Candace Crowhurst here from San Francisco. How are you doing this evening? I am also enjoying a little bit less smoke and actual some sunshine in San Francisco. Nice. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Candace is the founder of the Virtual Studio, a great fitness program. I actually took a class this morning and uh, probably going to end up being sore in some places that are unusual. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really, I enjoy working muscles that no one else knows how to work. Um, it's, it's kind of like my, uh, oh my gosh, totally spaced on the word. Like hipster. It's like I'm a workout hipster, I feel like. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, you haven't even heard about these muscles yet. <laughs> the whole group of muscles yeah. you never. I knew about these yeah, muscles you didn't before. Know about yeah. before they <laughs> yeah. For sure. But yeah, it was, a, it was a great class. Thank you for getting me out of the house early on a Friday and getting the blood flowing before my work day. Even though I work from home. You know, that I, still helps. Yeah, got to get that blood flowing. I almost think it's more important when you work from home because when you're working from home, you're like sitting so much, you're going to go from your couch. I'm assuming your apartment is not that much bigger than mine. You know, like city living is not, you don't have the most spacious places. So you're walking, used to maybe walk around like, 10, you know, seven to 10,000 steps on average. Now I think it's 500 maybe, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I used to get some 
I used to get some major steps in when I commuted to work. You know, I, I, I park at the BART station, walk up to the platform. And once yeah. I got to San Francisco, I had to walk like five or six long blocks. <laughs> and then my, my office on top of that, going back and forth, it's pretty large. So well, that and some like, major steps there's, there's so many hills, like even in FIDA, there's so many hills going up and down. You know, you have to. Yeah. Here, San Francisco, I think, has some of the best butts and best butts for sure. <laughs> it's a yeah, those those constant inclines, just for real, giving us those glutes. Definitely. So, uh, what was the uh, virtual studio born of COVID, or was this something that you uh, started beforehand? No, I started three days into quarantine. Actually, please, <laughs> wow. um, I work with female-led startups for my like my regular life. And I teach uh, Pilates mostly because I like to yell at people. It's really fun for me. I was working in investment banking before and I got really burnt out and decided to kind of try something different for a while, like just kind of take a break and reset. Um, and then when quarantine happened or shelter in place, we all shut down. And I had maybe in the first 24 hours, I had about a hundred different clients like reaching out to me via Instagram. Wow. Wow. Well, we had just started using this company called FitGrid. Um, and it's like a CRM system to keep in touch between I'm not a sponsor for them. I just liked their product. Um, but I liked how they had it was a very entrepreneurial thing with where they had lots of feedback loops, like immediate feedback loops mm. all the time. And as someone who like is really big on customer discovery and like I love feedback, like I love testing things. So I kind of like I it had already like sparked me to keep in touch with my clients. So I ended up like having a very authentic feel for who my clients were and what they were looking for in instructors because I could read all the reviews for other instructors as well. So I was like, oh, like this is how I kind of am identifying my early adopter or my early customer. Um, so I kind of identified like people who cared about their who cared about the instructors had like a lot of internal loyalty um, that they were like what style they were looking for, whether it was very um, aesthetically pleasing, you know, people who work mm. out to look better versus feel better. Um, my class particularly is a very holistic approach. Like I want my body to last a lifetime. Like I don't want to be in aches and pain. Yeah. I've watched my family yeah. age not well because they went hard and <laughs> never recovered. You know? Yeah. Um, so I started, like, I just had all of these people reaching out and I was, I was really shy on camera. I really don't like to be on camera. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a different vibe when you're in front of, the, when you're in front of people versus when you're in front of a camera, because then you can see yourself. Yeah, you know? I don't like it. And also I hate my voice. So this is also something else I'm overcoming right now. Like I actually watched one of the videos I recorded right before this and I was like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing a podcast. Like people are going to think I'm so freaking annoying. Um, but either way, I just was, I reached out to some of my like really trusted clients, but who also had really strong opinions. A lot of them were entrepreneurs before and ran businesses. So when I asked them to come and test with me in my living room, like literally they gave me some of the harshest feedback ever. <laughs> it was brutal. Um, but we started, I ran a test. I realized that it was not that complicated and you just needed people who were willing to work with you, who wanted that community vibe, who were looking for consistency. Um, I have. Yeah. Something that there's a lack there of uh, nowadays. Now we're now the trend is totally shifted. Now no one wants, consistency. everyone wants something fun to do. Like just how you said today, like they want people who are going to like show up, like go to San Francisco, do a workout today. You know, they want something a little bit different. Yeah, out in the park. Yeah, it was it was really nice. And like you said, I'm I'm used to working out in my small space in my house lately, which uh, is a bit of a pain at times. I I don't have a lot of room. I don't have a lot of equipment. So it, some varied activities is always welcome. Um, yeah, building an entirely equipment free workout that is similar to something you would get in a studio was really hard because where I was teaching at least was a performer base. So those machines are $5,000. It's really hard. Yeah, it's like changing, yeah, like changing your yeah. whole routine. Yeah. <laughs> your whole workout plan is different. Like, yeah. Don't have that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you can just go to machine to machine to machine. Now you just have like maybe like one or two pieces of equipment. If that at home. Definitely. I think, and everyone had a shortage of buying them. So everyone went to Amazon. Oh yeah. Out, yeah. Like, there yeah, was a lot of unique shortages. Um, and also people had to get used to like their space. Like a lot of times for fitness is when you get to leave and be by yourself. Like we had chatted about this, like 
oh, yeah. make a commitment to like leave their office, leave their home, their kids, yep. leave their partner, whatever they're doing to go like that is their me time. And that has yeah. really been shattered with, with COVID-19. Like you don't get any alone time. Like you guys are sitting next to each other. Like my boyfriend's like huddled in our like little bedroom, like other people yeah. <laughs> like, it's yep. not the space. And luckily we're young enough to where we don't have families, you know, really right now, but mm-hmm. kids crawling all over them. I can't even. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I had to buy a bike just so I can do some physical activity outside of my house. Yeah. I just, I, I missed that mental, you know, switch of going to a space that's dedicated towards exercise. Cause right now my home is everything. It's my office. Yeah. It's my bedroom. It's my kitchen. It's my, my gym. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like serving it's only all a kinds of purposes. Yeah, it's now. like it only does a little bit of all those things too. You doesn't, yeah, yeah it's doesn't not allow the you most to do, efficient space for all of that. Yeah. And then like when you don't get to change the color of that room and you're like changing all that, it's still like mentally messing yeah, you I'm up. I'm still you know? in the like, same space. Yeah, like you're not switching <laughs> off. Have you guys you moved, see your, a cap, yeah. have you moved your apartment around at all? No, no, not really. No, I actually I did a little bit in my bedroom just so I can have a, a good space to work. Mm-hmm. I got a new uh, stand up desk. Well, we did. I guess we changed like the coffee table and yeah. stuff. So yeah, we didn't I got a, a few new around, pieces but. that, but nothing to like. Feng shui, cha- not, yeah, yeah, change the feng shui exactly. I like low the space. I got rid of so much stuff. Like I just yeah. so. Our- you have to like see it every day. You're like, why is this here in this spot? <laughs> By far, well. Apartment is really small. It's like 425 square feet. Like mm. San Francisco. Yeah, that's yeah, it. a washer and dryer. I'm never leaving. But before it was like we were never home. I would leave. I morning yeah. person. I teach 6 a.m. classes pretty much every day. And then I like to go to work and I like to be done with my day around like 3:34. Like that is my like perfect schedule. I can't like, but there's no space. I was never here. So it was like a great, it was like a great crash pad, you know? And now we had to move it. Now it's yeah. a studio. It's an office yeah. for two. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend moving it around. Like even actually this space that we're working in right now, I moved it around because I had a big call today with a big corporate potential. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want them seeing all my mess. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother thing too. Like you have to have like your setup of, yeah, your background or whatever, you know, and you're like, Oh, now people, and then like, we got so much time on the camera. You get like, you start just looking around because you know, yeah. we're, we're like looking at each other, but you're like, yeah, staring off a little bit, you know? See, now I also have to share this space with my cat who is just being uh, disruptive yeah, yeah, and it's the podcast studio. So yeah, uh, exactly. no, it, I had to learn so much. She's like, this is my area, lighting but. and like trying to set up like, very small apartment yeah. and it's loud like i like it's san francisco it's like and i live by the hospital so like yes yeah, so you get the bustle yeah of, you have to be like can you hear that but yeah so we started the studio just a little bit about it was mostly to keep instructors and clients connected um, a lot of the instructors i work with were doing this full-time um means mm. like they didn't have other income when this happened um, on top of that, like, you know, fitness instructors are primarily like, especially the really good ones, they're energy machines. Like they are there. Absolutely. All of that energy. And they try, yep. they try so hard. And I personally think that they're natural entrepreneurs because being an entrepreneur is about like constant iteration and like learn, like picking, like looking around you and adapting to it really quickly. And if you've ever been to a fitness class with an instructor that just like, you just feel like they see you, like they see your soul, you know, those people are looking at you and trying to figure out how to read, how to inspire you that way. And I've always had like a special place in my heart for people who have that much energy and are just that empathetic. Like that's like, it's a, it's a big empathy muscle. Um, so I just started doing it and I was so lucky to surround myself with instructors who were amazing community leaders, like truly, like they reached out to their clients, they knew their names, they knew their kids' names, and they were willing to go on this really ridiculous adventure, you know, like, I was like, yeah, we are in uncharted territory, you know, I was like, we don't have like, we were, we were doing Venmo, like we're doing donation based because we couldn't even get a, we couldn't get like a business license. Yeah. We, I applied. It took months, like months to get through. And then when it arrived, it was actually it expired. That's hilarious. Like it showed okay. up expired. And I was like, <laughs> like, all right, what do I, yeah. Like, what I was I like, well, I need this to open a bank account. Cause I'm not going to put this into my bank account. Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, you're trying to exactly. all over the place. And then to get a bank account open, you had to have all of this. It was an adventure, but it has really evolved into kind of a, a community platform for fitness entrepreneurs who really want to work together because in a time like every, I'm sure you've checked Instagram. There's so many people trying to do it on their own. They're doing everything is for free. Like there's, that is no way to scale your personal product working together to be able to share clientele. Like not everyone wants to do your same workout all day, every day. Yeah. Send people to other classes. I, we just added a class and it's a flexibility course. People don't want to take that. It's the best class I've ever taken. Uh, I think we could all use a little bit of more flexibility in our lives. All of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just mentally get closed in and just tightened you up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we store so much tension in different parts of our body, our hips, our shoulders, and like I said, ankles. Yeah, all all those places are just constant movement, a lot of inflammation. Where do you normally, like, what do you guys find in your body is like, or your, like your life and your, like, has changed? Like, where are you carrying your stress now? Like, what hurts? Like. Uh, it's it's always been my shoulders, my neck, and my hips. Yeah, I would say shoulders and neck, but it it definitely feels more um, more noticeable currently. You know, yeah, yeah like yeah. Just, just not being able to like the front or the let back. It out, just, Is it like uh, more like back here? Yeah, and the yeah, back more like yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I have a whole slew of body maintenance tools around the house. We have the Theracane here. I have a Theragun. Yeah, like that's the that's the get you there yeah. if you really and if you Is really that, like, need the really 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 like yeah, I have the gun yeah, too, the, the gun, percussive but, gun. Uh, I have like the tennis balls. I have a foam yeah. roller. You know, I got, I've, got it all. I love a foam <laughs> roller. I also love like the lacrosse balls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I like Those went to crucial. a class where they put it on like a block, like on the corner of a Oh, and yeah. you like stick it. It felt yeah, you just rest so against good. It. <laughs> I've never felt anything that good. It's amazing. Yeah, just re- yeah. Those releases are just uh, euphoric sometimes when you release that tension yeah. that you didn't realize was yeah. just chilling there yeah, for you so can long. Be, yeah, you can get exhausted from those stretching. Tri- yeah, man, those like, trigger points. Yeah. yeah, I have not. I don't know if people are going to go back to gyms either. It's hard to say at this point. I, I do mm. know quite a few people that really love and miss the gym and will go as soon as it's open. But there's also the adverse. There's a lot of people that are really. Um, more uh, concerned about their safety and health so they can't go expose themselves yeah, i mean some of these gyms aren't going to survive unfortunately and people yeah. tend to change people's you know what they're going to do because they can't yeah. even go like where they want to 24 go. hour fitness closed yeah. down like nine clubs in the bay area yeah. alone i'm sure they closed too. a lot more all the yeah, all over exactly. the country yeah wow yeah we just found out that there was like two studios down the street who closed and yeah. I was like, I felt kind of bad. They were like, they were very locally owned. They were like women owned and operated. I was like, I almost felt like you guys, we could have worked together. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, yeah. But then, then, yeah, like you get that too, where like you said, people are doing it for free too. Cause they're like, well, I don't want to put more stress on like clients, but you know, like you said, you can't do that. Yeah, and Cause then you're, de- that, like, yeah, and you're devaluing yeah. fitness yeah. Well, too. You're devaluing personal training. There's like a little bit. So we have donation based. Our, our platform is donation based because a lot of our friends got let go. Gotcha. We don't want people who cannot afford fitness. Like we don't, we believe movement is essential. Like it's, it's like, our fundamental thing is movement is essential and access to wellness is should be a human right. Like for us, it is. So if you don't have a job or you don't have the money, come work out, let us do this together. Like I would rather, I would be so happy to teach a class for free for people who are there to show up, to do it, to use it, to make them happy. Like we all are in it. Like we love that, you know, however, you know, you do have to say like, we are experts. I'm not paying people for, you know, I'm not paying for them for those five minutes of their time. I'm paying them for the experience to the table. And I think that's even more so when you're trying to work with your body. You know, the instructors that I work with, like we come from every walk of life, different countries, different identities, you know, different sexualities. And we really have like, we really care about our community. We've raised over $10,000. Like we were in 110 days in and we taught a thousand classes. Several of them were for free for the community. Like we went out 
reached out to mm. people who couldn't afford it. We reached out to, you know, teachers who weren't working and like needed help with their kids. We worked with the YMCA, like urban services. We worked with some homeless shelters. Like we worked with domestic abuse people to be able to help that. Like we're still going to continue that. We're now trying to work with some trauma centers to provide, you know, physical wellness, comfortability with your body. Because people, if you, you'll notice like when you're really depressed, you don't work out. Like it just doesn't happen. Cause like, that's the first thing that kind of shuts down for a lot of people. And we're in a time when it's really sad. Like I'm like the most cheerful half glass kind of person I know. And even I, I I had a cry the other day. I was like, what happened? You know, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. It's all right. Yeah, sure. There's so much. There's a lot going on out there. You can you can let it out. No, it you was know? ridiculous. I'm sure we've all been bottling. bottling I sat a lot down of stuff and just up. cried. I was like, I cannot believe. Like, I haven't been outside. Like, I haven't yeah. seen people in well, a long time. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's none of us made a wrong decision to be put where we are, right? But like, it just it, it happens. But I mean, I think that's super important like you were saying is to if someone lost like what like you said their their means to make an income and then couldn't let out the other side it just i'm sure will crush them even quicker you know like to not have that you know but i think that goes with the expertise part of it you know like knowing that you need to move and yeah keep your 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 mind and your body like trying to keep it in sync you know like well then you're just going to be in so much pain you know like we're already we're mm-hmm. already immobile like being stiff is a real thing and then Oh, yeah. Like if you don't feel a lack of movement, and then if you feel it's yeah, I can't. I personally think it's just more important. Like I, that's why I work out first thing in the morning. For me, it's really important. I used to be an evening person who to work out, um, and I realized I was just kind of kind of a crabby person. Like I had like mm. and I realized if I worked out first thing in the morning and made my spine really like if I like made my spine really flexible, really just activated like my core and my like everything way up to like the base of your head I don't know like, yeah that yeah. makes sense because yeah you, you go through the stresses of the regular day and then work out you're like it, your body's already it's like, like it's gone like, through the ringer yeah you're already, it's almost like you're just like it's just like negative energy just like bouncing yeah, each other. yeah. That's, that's weird though i noticed that when uh because before covid i used to be an evening workout person because i used to go you know i used to have to commute to work and yeah, i just you could get not early, get a, yeah. yeah i'm just not an early early work i would have had to get up at like 5 a.m or before that if i wanted to get in before Mm -hmm. work but instead i would just go to work as early as i possibly could get off early work out yeah get off early and work out afterwards in like the early evening but now when i'm home i find that i like to work out in the morning like to really get my blood going and then it gets my synapses firing and get the endorphins pumping just my brain is just already on. what is your ideal time to work out uh it used to be around like probably like 10 or 11 a.m just to give my body adequate time to wake up on its own and loosen up and move around a little bit but now i, I would say maybe uh maybe around 8 or 9 a.m is when i'm moving and i kind of start checking my emails at the same time and, and whatnot just to just to get it going just to get everything firing off at once yeah, that's interesting. We've noticed a similar trend. So like originally when we started, it was all about consistency. So we really mimicked like the studio schedule and like the work schedule. Like we were like, okay, let's keep this as normal as possible. And then we noticed people wanted really early classes. And that was like their like their away time from their families or their children. Like that was their alone time. And noticing now that it has been almost like shifting a little bit later. Like now we have a lot more requests for evening classes and not even like five o'clock. We're talking like six fifteen, seven thirty. And I think it's because people are struggling to sleep. Like mm. you know, to sleep through the night. Like I don't know about anyone else. Have you guys been waking up at like three, three thirty? Yeah, I do get some early yeah, I do get and regardless of what time I go to sleep, I, I can get up early. And then I just force myself back. Yeah, but I've been noticing. I posted, I woke up the, like three days in a row at 3.30 and I posted on Instagram just like a story. And I realized like seven or eight people were watching. Already watching it. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? And they're like, we've been waking up. I noticed that too. That's true. Yeah, you get the like, likes people, at a weird time. Like, why are you also up yeah, right now? Like, people thought, are yeah. saying that this is like a, something that's been happening. And I actually talked to my therapist about it. She says it's like a trend, like all of her saying it too but i think people are now like because that's happening so you're getting like you know broken up sleep so then you're like not you don't necessarily want to get up at 6 a.m or 6 50 for like class super early 
Um, but you do want something to like help you mellow out through the night, like something in between, you know, maybe dinner and going to bed or just something that if it's an outdoor class, something forces you to get out of the house or maybe like a workout class that has wine included or something, you know, like, yeah, I'll take that. Well, I think like just us talking about it, um, or like even Chris kind of mentioned where he's like, I'll, I'll do a little bit of movement while I'm checking emails. I think at first, a lot of us were trying to make like that separated time to do those things. Or like you said, they're waking up earlier than the rest of their family. So it's that. And then we're like, man, we're in this for the long run. We're going to have to blur some lines yeah, and just I, get multiple things done at the same them. time. So like been you said, blurring just, them all day now. Yeah. You're like, oh, OK, I can sneak a workout in because I'm not having to leave my office and then go to the gym. And, you know, you're just like, I'll just stop and do it because. Who's going to stop? Who's going to tell me I can't yeah, work out I'll in the do, middle of the work? I'll swing day. some kettlebells around yeah, exactly. in between work tasks. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And like, I feel like our attention spans have gotten shorter too. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> too many distractions <laughs> at home. It's like, we have more time than ever to like binge something or read whatever, but like, you don't want to do it. Cause you're just like, I gotta, I gotta just do it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, so we're not doing enough, man. Like creativity, you know? And it's like, yeah, we're looking for something that doesn't make it feel like it's freaking groundhogs day. Like every day. Yes, yes. Um, and I think th that has been really unique. And I've also enjoyed watching the people, like watching people's trends, you know, because like mm -hmm. I now get to look into people's living rooms like all day, every day. Uh, when you, the, <laughs> For real. And I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but like as soon as you become someone who like a, any person who's like physical, like if you're like, a per, you know, probably like a doctor, a personal trainer, like people tell you everything. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't know what is up. As soon as you hear it, like I get people, like I know everything, like people will tell you absolutely everything about their bodies. So when you're like working at to see into their, like their lives, you know, like you see their kids running, you know, I have, well, I have one client. She's amazing, but she's got a son and he would, he always runs through like just <laughs> no pants, only shirts. And she was like, I don't even care. He's decided he's not wearing pants anymore. Like, that's it. You know, we're all, we're all he doesn't have lines to go to school. Sand. He doesn't have to wear pants. But she said she made a deal with him because he loved to play with the plunger. Like that. <laughs> so she, like, all right. she negotiated. As long as you're playing with it, you better you better be working. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've noticed that people's just lives have been changing. Like they have like a shorter attention span. They're really looking like, you know, at first they really wanted to show up and like chat with you and like have that conversation. And then they wanted it like very on demand. Like I actually, this is my time to not connect with people, to not be on Zoom. And I almost feel like it's like coming almost like a little bit of a middle ground. Like they want that option. Like they want to be able to do their workouts. They want to know what's coming. They want like a teeny bit of consistency, but with choice. And, mm. you know, they also want to be able to like check it. Like they want someone to check in with people like, hey, you doing okay? I noticed, you know, it's your doing better accountability is huge accountability is but people don't really i i don't know i felt like when we started accountability was a really big trend and now i don't feel like it's that big of a trend <laughs> no <laughs> people don't want to be held accountable anymore they just want yeah. to have loose goals loose fitness goals i don't think they want people don't want to be told what to do well that's not true people do want to be told what to do well, I think like, so it, it's a balance, like, <laughs> but also like, you know, after the first month or whatever, you see some of your friends are like baking fucking breads and shit and like doing all this. And you're like, well, I'm not doing enough. And then so then you get that <laughs> reminder, like, hey, you don't have to compete with them. But you're like, well, you need to do some stuff. I'm not saying just like sit around, but yeah, yeah it's like find that balance of like, don't be mad that you didn't start a whole new thing yeah. just because someone else did, you know. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I think, like I said, because it's been uh extended as long as it is i think it's why it's just fucking people's brains like you said it's september like what is going yeah. on like yeah fitness is not a competition that's why I I, i'm not one to like share it on social media that that's for me you know yeah. like that I hate this it. is a huge part of my life you know <laughs> oh so i used to see it to so much <laughs> yeah no like because it's a phenomenon like even when i was at the gym there's just all these gym goers like all of a sudden lifting heavy doing deadlifts and stuff like where were you guys like like you said like 10 years ago like where where were you guys you not guys everyone's just, on the hip and then they're and then they're putting it on social media like they're yeah. veterans and i'm just like what i see on social media <laughs> it's let it BS. out <laughs> like it's so tacky it's so superficial it's not effective like Fit, wellness, I don't even want to call it fitness. Wellness should sure. be about function. Your body should be functional. You should not be going to a class, to a trainer based on how they look. 
You should not be like, I want that body. And that trainer should not be like, you have to have my body to be in shape. Like I fundamentally think that is the biggest, most divisive thing ever. Like everyone is welcome and wellness. Fitness is a part of wellness, but everyone should be able to touch their toes. Everyone should be able to go in and talk to somebody about why their body hurts. And someone should be able to explain to them that, you know, if you're hurting here, we can do this. Like if your hip, if your low back is hurting, it's probably because your hips are really tight or weak. And that's going to be connected to your knees and ankles. Like, yeah. It should not be about how you look. It should be about how you feel. And I hate that part of it. And I feel like Instagram and social media have really taken it to the next level of like, especially like the influencers, like, Oh, yeah. I, we've learned so much about lighting. Like everyone started. <laughs> everyone <laughs> started. Light, yeah, yeah, I have a ring light. Like I did like, yeah, really early you. in the morning, and it's really dark in my apartment. <laughs> but like, it shouldn't be like that. Like there is truly, uh, like your body should be functional and it should last a lifetime. Like it should be holistic. It should be full body, and it should be. It should your body should be curing itself. Like it should really be finding ways to help your back, help your shoulders. Like if you're sitting down, you have to really work other parts of your body a little bit harder. Like we did that workout. We did those standing obliques and it's literally to like move inflammation around your rib cage because this is what you do all day. Like what happens yeah. right here, you know, or you're yeah, strengthen those yeah, other muscles like, to have a better posture. Move it around. But. I think too, like not only, like you said, holistic and like how it's uh, part of the bigger picture of like wellness, but even if some of these guys are, t are like know about it, like something you asked and I just got, already got me thinking, we are like, oh, like where have you guys felt tense now mm -hmm. compared to before? Was it different? And like, even if those guys are thinking about that, they don't tell the you know, IG or whatever that. So you don't make it seem like that part's important. But yes, like how can you ever even want some a body like whatever you're looking like you said if your body's not even functioning right to get to that point like we got to start with what i need to know what you're dealing with first before yeah you know. and like people think that like that fitness and beauty are the same thing and like it's beauty that someone else has created like you know, mm. and I'll, unfortunately like a lot of the images we see now are highly edited they have oh, yeah. <laughs> they're highly thing. edited yeah. you know there's there's potentially like um other things involved, you know, enhancements is maybe, you know, there's yeah. other things that are happening and it's, it's not fair. And then when people are put into these homes where we really have to like, look at ourselves, like gentlemen, I don't think you wear as much makeup, but you know, women are like spending less time wearing makeup, you know, and we've really had to like, look at ourselves internally. We've had to like, see who we are. Like we've had to see our patterns, like our partners, mm -hmm. our roommates, we've had to really be like, have this new level of like transparency and honesty with ourselves. Oh, I haven't even thought about that uh, aspect of uh, this pandemic. Which part? Uh, the, the less makeup aspect. Well, maybe that's fair. <laughs> like, I put on a little bit of makeup for you guys and my colleagues. <laughs> I like, forgot to wear, but like, I haven't worn mascara in months, but we have to be like, really honest. And I think then we also have to break down like what, what our bodies need and like what kind of businesses we want to support and who do we want to surround ourselves with. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I kind of like gone back to like a part of like an early stage of my life. Like the things I was really doing when I was like, maybe like 13 or 14, you know, like a lot of the workouts we do are actually workouts I used to do in my bedroom. Like when I was like, to like yeah. get ready. Yeah. We're like, damn, but I mean, that's a perfect yeah. time to use those kind of workouts now. Yeah, you know, like but it was like, but it's so weird. Like, have you guys noticed study? Like we've gone back to like any kind of like your core values, maybe is a good way to put it or like, yeah, I think so. I mean, we've talked about this a few times on the podcast, too, but it's like, you know, we're not going to restart the country. We're going to reset this whole thing. So why not make all these decisions differently? Like everything we could do can be intentional. And like we've, you know, obviously a lot of stuff going on in the country, but we've seen that if the population thinks a certain way, we can change some stuff. And I think on that smaller level, you're like, I'm only buying stuff from these mom and pop restaurants now if I do go out. You know, I'm not trying to do this i'm going to the post office all the time like you know if there's something i want to support and show it or like you said like if you can't help you're still sh shouting out some of your other homies doing their classes because you're like I'm, i just want you guys to find the thing that's for you you know like we all have that choice to make well now. and also i think we're valuing it a little bit more like like i've always been kind of that person like i think i went from like investment banking to work with like women 
primarily LGBT founders. <laughs> like I went like hard for it. Cause I just found such a big disconnect in like what I was doing for work and what I fundamentally felt and, like the people I myself yeah. with. And I literally, I called it my banker box. Like I went to work every day and I was the best damn box I could be. And then I just realized you're just being a bigger box every day. And I looked around and I looked at the adults, adults around me. And I was like, I don't know who I want to be here. Like, happy and i think that the world is really pivoting now like they are demanding transparency they want to know who you stand for like this is the time to stand up and wear whatever you are really loud and very proud and be like you know what like my company you know believes in black lives matter like my company believes that standing on the sidelines is not acceptable my believes that queer initiatives are important my company believes that homelessness is not a choice it is something that happens to you and that it is not okay for people to treat people who are houseless like they you know like my like that is who i am and that's who i'm going to be and like you can join me or you cannot and it's been a very interesting pathway because yeah there's no need to apologize i'm not (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I've been told to be more polite and more professional, like seven times. Like, you know, you can't have a pastel rainbow. And I was like, I can because I want it to be open to everybody and openly support, you know. Like, who said I can't have that? People have told me that. Like, yeah, that's great. We had a conversation not like not too long ago with like a mentor, like, and they were like, you know, you should just be careful. But I was like, no, like, I'm a social impact. I'm going to support who I want to support. Like, in the June, sure. we donated a hundred percent of our proceeds to different initiatives. And a lot of it went to like bail people out of jail for protesting. Yeah. You know, like we did a whole classes for that. We, you know, supported, you know, trans lives and like organizations that were supporting people, uh, specifically LGBT people who had been brutalized by police officers. Like, and we put that right on our website. We were like, like this is what we do believe in and i've had people say that they don't want to work with me and yeah okay. yeah well i tell people yeah i mean we talk about it you know too it's like even if you have trash opinions you don't believe in that just talk that be that then That's don't fun. start apologizing later just That's do what you have like but now i know where you are yeah like i'm not trying to hate you but i know where you are and i just don't need to associate with certain people me. exactly yeah, and like we all have like old like we've all had to have like older conversations with the older members of our family I'm oh for now, sure like, it's like a rough thing but what realize is like i believe that like right now is the creation of the future so like whoever you stand like whenever think like you judge people or at least i personally do by how they like when the when it falls apart like what do they do what do they stand for how there for them i'm like i know what i've done like i'm like i like i showed up like i knew how to build businesses like I can build a platform. You guys show up, use it, like use your natural talents. I will teach you everything I know about entrepreneurship. Like the first thing I did was I asked all of my instructors to draw out an ideal customer board or like a persona. And I was like, we're going to do this together. And I'm going to tell you why it's important. And I, I had them draw their perfect person who they wanted to coach. Like the, the people who they, if they could fill a room with these people, they would make them so happy. And then I was like, we're going to go find, you have to find five of them. Mm. show bring them to your first class tell them you're practically you're doing you're testing something new and you want them to come and you know what like every single person was able to do that and i was like that's what this is your early adapter now let's talk about whether you liked this did you like teaching them yeah how much have a headache was this and then we did it again we're like all right we're going to take this class we're going to do it again and since then everyone has been able to start to create their own brand like their own following you know we teach like, yeah. you know, other entrepreneurs, like follow up emails. <laughs> People don't understand how yeah. important it is to read. Communication is Communication huge. Don't filming. Don't underestimate Basic lighting, like sound. Like we all do practice tests together. Like how to have sound because mm. a lot of people live by themselves too. Like, you know, they have like their nice studio apartment. Do you know how hard it is to film like a workout class in a studio apartment with your cell phone? <laughs> 
Yeah, by yourself. Yeah. When you've never done it before, like you've never used that. Yeah, how to get before. pumped up and how to deliver an engaging. Yeah. Well, if you, you know, only have your People via you a little camera. Yeah, you're not feeding off anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just have this little camera that you're looking at, a little green light oh my top gosh. of the screen. The Jimmy Ribbit, the Jimmy Rigging we've done with like all of the different testing with the apps and the microphones of like. And then the the tech level of the different people you're trying to show, you're like, I've never, I don't even know how to get on Wi-Fi. You know, what I'm like some people, that's how they're going to be. Like, I don't even know how to troubleshoot those things. So my first round of clients that I connected with that was our like a really early adopter that actually like held us through like while we built everything else was actually our older clientele because our older clientele was not going to go on Instagram. They're not downloading apps. Find <laughs> someone to email them and tell them when to show up. They need help figuring out Zoom but they're very loyal and they pay. Heck yeah. They pay and they're really sweet and they don't even notice like the bad technology. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, Oh, well I can't, you know, it's really, and I'm it's like San Francisco and Oakland, like older, like, you know, pretty like in my opinion, pretty tech savvy, way more than my grandpa or anything. Um, but it was really interesting because those were like our early adopters and they were our surprise. Like, invited one older couple just because I love them and they were like they're pretty close they live close by and I they both got opinions so I invited them it was really <laughs> unique because they actually invited their friends so it was like some old school network like and they there you go phone. tapping in they yeah. like sent me an email they're like is it okay if I add them to this email and they were like, and I was like yeah Absolutely. sure they yeah, didn't like, understand yeah. how to like register or like you know do yeah. But if they got the email, that was like, like they didn't even accept the calendar invites. They had the email. They just had the email, <laughs> yeah. Pulled it up. And they you, printed like, it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> A couple people probably did. Um, but it was really interesting. And then like our older clientele started moving away. Like they all ended up having mm-hmm. like San Francisco and Oakland. They ended up moving away to like their extra houses in Tahoe primarily. Uh, and now they're walking uh, that old money yeah exactly oh my gosh but it's been a fun adventure like i'm sure you guys have had some uh, unique experiences starting businesses during covid and like yeah for sure absolutely one thing i kind of want to ask i'm touching on like you were saying um you know like setting up some of the other people um like on the entrepreneur stuff you know like so even when, like, I don't know if you noticed it, but when you asked these other uh, instructors, like, what would you be looking for? Like these five people. And then you did a test of it. Did they have to kind of like stop faking a little bit, you know, because like when someone asks you right now, like, oh, like, what do you want to do? They kind of have that, like say it's even wellness, right? Like maybe they just put up that front of what they think Instagram wants that to be rather than like what they're really trying to teach, you know, like. Did that kind of change at all with it? Oh, 100%. That kind of. Yeah. So okay. your first one is pretty much always going to be wrong like you're kind of gonna your first assumption your first assumption when you you think this is what you want well i think everyone what they want is they always want to go for people who work in tech you know who are like pretty tech savvy like everyone's going for the same market you know um and that is like a that's like those people have so many options you know and those people are natural early adopters so they're going to be trying everything like they're taste testers like yeah, yeah, they know how to navigate all the apps, yeah, all the influencers, how to find like, yeah, YouTube, yeah, there's yeah. Like, but Orange there's, Theory, that's great, whatever. you know, because you get a lot of feedback mm-hmm. from those people. But if you're trying to build a, a business around people who are not lo- don't have like loyalty, is not like they are testers. Like there's yeah, there's a different. Place. They'll move on. They'll give you the feedback, and then they'll yeah, move on. and they'll come back and give you more feedback. Like, mm-hmm. I've actually that's one thing I personally realized is like at first I was like, oh my god, like. This is really, this is a lot of maintenance on my part to like keep all these new testers all the time, like, mm. you know, and I actually, I, I'm pretty comfortable. Like I have a great group of clients and like, I was working in a studio that was close to my house. So like I now have out like, so it feels very community oriented. My classes specifically, like you were at one and we all like chatted, <laughs> like we were like, we were all hung over, <laughs> like, you know, but I think the biggest thing is, is that everyone kind of is going for like their first assumption of what they want. And then you go one more layer deeper and it's like, actually. Yeah. I really get to that. You know, like for me, like I really enjoyed working with the older, with older clientele because at first I was like, Oh, like they all live there. They don't want to try anything new. So they're going to be here forever. And then I realized that like, 
that is maybe not what I want to do all the time. Like I'm not a routine person. I'm naturally like, I'm a builder. Like I have ADHD to the max. Like I've been <laughs> on medication my whole life. So for me, like I like to deep dive, build something and like move on. You know, my, my clientele is generally how it ends up happening is your clientele kind of matches your energy. So for me, like my clientele, like that I'm, I'm switching every single class up. Like, you know, for me, like we're building new muscles every time we're focusing new every time. And it's, it's not like, it's not separate, but it's like, it's a, a building process. You know, um, I have another instructor of She's one of my favorites and she is just an energy machine. Like she's a spin instructor and she was so, um, she had to pivot her teaching style entirely because not everyone has bikes. Uh. And yeah. she is a community leader. Like she, like her classes are just energy. She was hosting like community dance classes, like before they were popular, like she was there, like just busting it out and getting people to show up and just like, she called it like your shine, you know, and she's just a class. It's like snatched in 30. Awakes. <laughs> it's so hard, <laughs> but she pivoted from being like a primary spin instructor to a hit teacher, like online with, so like for her, like that was a big learning curve. And her first, her first like customer, her persona was her spin instructor, her spin clients who showed up. They wanted the loud music. They wanted like the lights, like, and that really struggled to translate from your living room. Sure. <laughs> yeah, without investing hundreds of dollars yeah. into LEDs. Yeah, you're not, gonna get, yeah, you're not gonna get studio and, quality lighting. No, and, sound and no and sound. So like yeah, you can't compete with Peloton. Uh, no, yeah. it's so and like it was a struggle. Like she really has like she has worked so hard to figure out who her new customer is. Like it was really defeating for her as well. And like for me to be on the side of it and like I, like, I don't think she'll mind, but she like watched people who she considered, she spent a lot of energy on. Didn't like, it didn't. Didn't reciprocate. No. And like, she was learning, but she's now like, she's, she has found her, like she has found her niche. Like now she's, you know, we realized that like outdoor classes are her thing. She's starting one. Like she's, I think she's going to put together like our first like long-term event, which is like a month long where they have to show up like three days a week at like court tower and she's making this like amazing workout program and like but she has been this whole time she's been teaching more classes she's the only person who teaches more classes than i do i think she teaches double the classes that i do and she's been hustling and like some of it hasn't but she tries everything and now her early like her customer now is actually everyone's ideal customer but they like her because she has spent so much time testing around it like every time she's done like emails, social media, like everything she can do to figure out how to translate her like amazing like energy here into this. I'm like, I'm so proud of her because that was a tough, like I watched her like go through the trenches for this. Like, yeah. So not only is she trying to help people transform their body, she had to transform herself. Yeah. I mean, welcome to entrepreneurship. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard lesson. Failing is hard. Like learning how to and make that like learn that failure muscle is really hard like i don't know especially like you said like she had success doing what she was doing and it's like well why would i not want to do that i just need to find a way to do it online you're like not everything's going to translate that way right so yeah but i mean her energy's like i'll find the outlet i just got to keep going until i find the one right but oh yeah well people i think that's the biggest part of entrepreneurship is no one tells you people i think this is a part of your podcast actually is you know, they highlight people after they've been big. And they're like, well, what did yeah. you learn? And like, you know, they give like this nice fluffy story. They don't yeah. talk about like that you have to fail every day and get up every single day to be a founder, to try yeah. something to, and like your ideas, you have a thousand ideas a day. Like mm-hmm. some of yeah, now you have to really, you know, spend some time to figure out which ones are worth executing, which ones, you know, yeah. the risk tolerance. Like, can I try this real quick and let and you know maybe take a hit, or uh, yeah. is this something that I should thoroughly research before I dive in? There and there's everything in between. I feel like I'm generally in the middle. I love testing ideas, and I have a naturally pretty high risk tolerance. Like, I think a short attention span and high risk tolerance tend to go. 
that does kind of go together. Yeah, 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 as long as you're, you know, open to taking a few L's along the way. And, you know, yeah. I think one of our previous podcast guests, are, they're not, they're not losses, they're lessons. I like that. I kind of, I switch it. I think of it a little bit different way. If I don't fail like every day, then I've done something wrong. That means I didn't go big enough. Yeah. You were just cruising or whatever. Right? And I Instead mean of- today, like, who knows? I'll fail at something. This I'm a little nervous about. So maybe it means i tried something and today i went big for a lot of things like i was super stressed out but like i also i think it's so like having like a test like the courage to test things is so cool and like right now is such an amazing time to do that like the world is hard yeah well that's i mean like so two things like you have to fail and plus like if you came up with the business in September 2019, it might not work right now. You know what I mean? You did nothing wrong. It's just at the time, that was a good idea, but it's not going to work now. And then that kind of touching when I started going back to work, like uh, I'll do like retails, helping out these stores, reorganize our store. I was like, you know what the dope thing about us right now is we could do this shit again tomorrow because we're not opening anytime soon. So we have the time to redo everything if we need. And yeah, like make that mistake. And like right now you have a whole nother day the next day. Now, I think more people are starting to see that. Like you said, they're taking on to the interest they really want to and knowing like you better have a plan b c d because shit whatever you thought you were going to do this year you didn't do <laughs> any of us it doesn't matter who you were so. oh my gosh i am <laughs> so i've always kind of laughed because like i have a a lot of my friends are like 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 super like a corporate like you know like very like you know this is what we're gonna do this is how it's gonna be and it's gonna be all perfect and I've watched like the differences between like our pathways during quarantine, you know, or COVID-19 or however you want to call it. Like I was like, Oh, everyone's just on my level. (laughs) (laughs) Did anyone else feel like the world you did like the world collapsed? And I was like, Oh, like there's something, there's more room to build things, you know? Yeah. It's been so weird watching people's like, like like their transitions to this. Like, and I've noticed um, yeah, the people who are just kind of like, who've already had, like, who've already experienced maybe chaos or maybe already taken a couple like hits, the hits in life, you know, and have already gotten up, like they're thriving in this environment. Like they're really like, they're using these muscles that like the overcoming muscles, like these, yeah, yeah. these uh, deep strengths that they've come, that they've experienced to build things, not just like you know, they're not like just surviving, like they're actually thriving, you know, and like, it's been like a really big, at least for me, I've watched like an inverse of it, you know, it's like, yeah, they're like, oh, like I don't have, at least for fitness people, it's like, oh, I don't have this whole studio or for corporate people, they're like, you know, I'm suddenly not as quote unquote secure or like I have to cook my own food. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Problem problem solving skills have become very uh, valued, I guess is maybe a good way to think about it. Yeah, that's something I think for sure I learned about myself is like, um, I, I definitely don't feel I've taken enough risks here and there, you know, like I've done some things and, you know, I, I feel successful in whatever I've done. But my problem has always been jumping in the pool and not swimming once I get there. But like this year has just pushed me in the fucking water, you know, because you got no choice. You know what I mean? And like you just have more time to just stare at him like that. I know I can, you know, I know I can swim. It's just a matter of trying it. And like nothing's off the table. Like you can anyone that you talk to for the most part if they say they have a new idea you're open to it because we need those ideas right now so it's like yeah honestly that's so like procrastination and self-sabotage are a huge issue i'm Mm. actually personally dealing with it a little bit myself like i I think we all do (laughs) at one point i'm like i know that i'm a powerhouse like i can get so much done like i don't need any resources and i can get anything done like like, Mm -hmm. literally my most like it's my superpower yeah, it's just, yeah, it's that's my superpower. You know, yeah. I get like, you need something to get done. <laughs> I get it done. Well, that's why you started a new business yeah. three days into the lockdown, right? You're like, whatever, I'll just do something else. I literally, I used to, oh, it was so janky. Like, literally, <laughs> like, I had like a couple emails. <laughs> like, was like, hey, what's your, what? Well, I kind of was like Instagramming it. I was like, so what's your email? I'm going to send you something. It was like a calendar invite. It was like, if you, with me you know and then we had like we built like a google docs calendar or a google sheets calendar and people just clicked on it for like a calendly link like it was, it was hey you gotta start hey, but somewhere but they were clicking it right? yeah, yeah, and people you know, were like oh yeah. where's the schedule for this week and then once we added new instructors we had to like that's why we built the website pretty much although 
I have a question for you guys. Are websites like not cool anymore? It's hard to say. You know, I think it's it's all in that mobile experience is where it's at. If if you can easily if your website is mobile optimized, then yeah. I, I'd say yeah, you're you're good. I was watching a TV but show that, and they a, were like, huge. "Oh my god, do you have a website?" And I was like, "I just spent so much time learning how to build this damn thing." <laughs> Well, a good mobile website will function similar to an app. Yeah. And that's what people want. They want something quick and easy that they can just, you know, in as few taps as to the end goal. That's that's what they want. Yeah, I don't make, think make it's, it yeah, I definitely don't think it's as big of a thing uh, in terms of yeah, like going online getting there. To, on a computer and trying but to. them being able to find you on all the different platforms, yeah. I think is more important, you know, being able to be whatever, whether and I think you don't have to do all the platforms, but if you're going to do Instagram, you should look like you know what you're doing if you're going to do youtube videos you know so that's like you don't have to do every lane but you know you have to know that this is what they want when you go to this site or whatever you know one bit of information (laughs) i actually do have a tiny bit of feedback for you is i had to register for i had to like re-register in order to find the location of the class this morning because i couldn't it wasn't like on the calendar invite. Oh, I don't think it was in the email. But so I had to like re-register and then it told me where the class was. So good that, feedback. That's the only technical piece of that is real good feedback, feedback. I have for you from uh, there there's one thing from for your website experience. Oh well thank you. I actually very much appreciate that. My failure of the day. See if we'd find one. There you go. I uncovered it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. So what what uh what have you got going on right now with Virtual Studio? What's coming up? What can the people look forward to? Um, well, I have a pretty cool event coming up, actually. So we have uh, switched to a, a social impact company. So we actually incentivize wellness through social impact. Um, so in addition to having classes with instructors that we are now partnering with organizations and corporations. So we have corporates. Basically, they will work up. Organizations will work out with us and pay the money to nonprofit organizations. So we are having a, an event with Oasis Legal Services and Oakland Pride. We are going to be teaching a fitness fundraiser. We have the class will be in English and in Portuguese. We have an ex-professional soccer player from Brazil. Her name is Tabata Vignana. She is the founder of Joga Brazil and one of my best friends. Like I worked with her on her past company. She is one of the most amazing people I've ever come across, but we're going to be doing a class for Oakland pride. It's called oh, workout with pride. <laughs> okay. Workout with pride, uh, bring your rainbows and all the, organi- all the proceeds are going to be going to Oasis legal services. They support, um, they provide legal representation for asylum seekers, LBGT asylum seekers. Right now, the average cost for asylum is around $5,000 and with the current administration with how they're going, they're trying to raise it to about 16 and they're changing the laws to make it practically impossible for anyone who is not a very rich individual to seek asylum, which is not how it works. They're even trying to change the law that if you have a stopover, like if you're not flying a direct flight, flight, which, you know, we all know refugees fly to where they're going. Um, If they have a stopover, they're not eligible. And the the trauma that a lot of these people have gone through is just astronomical. So they provide legal representation at either pro bono or a sliding scale, and they are at a hundred percent success rate. So like I support them, and we're going to be raising money for that. Our my goal is to at least get one or two people like pay for their asylum process, like get them through. Get them yeah, that'd be amazing. Before all of this happens. Goal. Fitness for a cause. And I love Fitness it. Fitness for a cause. Workout with pride. Yes. Where is this going to be taking place? It's going to be virtual. Um, you can sign up at the virtual studio IO. Um, you can also check us out at, I believe we're going to be on the Oakland pride website, but I have not found the actual nice. link yet, but if you come, sign on to our link or our Instagram, you'll be able to find us there. Cool. When's this event taking place? Uh, next Sunday. So Sunday, the 13th at Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, this, we'll this episode will be out before then, so Put hopefully those, sure. those listeners can find their way over oh, yeah. to work out with pride. Perfect. But before we go, oh. we want to. Yeah, we want to. We have a segment that uh, we like to ask all our guests. We 
want to ask you something that, that has brought quality to your life. We call this support quality. And it could be a person, a place, a thing, or a process. But what's something that's brought quality to your life or your business lately? I found <laughs> this hair care company that's sustainable and it's made in Alaska. And it's like cold pressed twigs and berries off of like the forest floor. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but it's making my hair grow like crazy. Oh. Like I'm having baby hairs growing back in like, like, I'm I'm not even joking. So that has been the most like really cool thing because with corn, like my hair is just like I've never grown almost like six inches. So that's really cool. I've honestly really, uh, I think people have been the biggest thing that has helped my life in quarantine. I have been so surprised with the people who came and supported me. Um, Like we've met through Jesse, and she is an amazing woman, and she's you know, dating my little brother and I, she connected me to Oasis. Like she's on their board and, you know, she has shown up and um, let me really support the LGBT community in like even more exceptional ways, like showing me ways that I can actually provide value, like not just the superficial ones. Like, you know, that's why we added, you know, more instructors, you know, from their community onto our platform so that they would have, you know, like the people who've just showed up and like been willing to help me. Like I have a girlfriend who like, I don't know a lot about marketing. Like I'm really good at strategy and finance and sales like are really easy for me, but I really struggled with social media and marketing. Like it's not something I've ever had to do. And she was willing to take an hour a day or hour a week to just, teach me some of the fundamentals because you can YouTube it all you want, you know, and like I have been, but having someone like who's experienced, like kind of walk you through it, like, okay, these good, you know, like I, I bring a plan, but like having someone like kind of show me like what's working, like that has been like amazing, you know, and like other instructors who've incorporated their friends been like, you know, someone can help me with, you know, SEO or I was, I have another friend who is this beautiful photographer and she helped me um, do this thing called teleportation for photos so that I could be, help me get featured for like a Reebok event that happened, you know, like, and she shot pictures of me through the computer. Like, it's like, how am I going to get a professional photo done? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she helped me. So like, for me, I think people and like their natural talents and their kindness, like some people are really, are empathetic people and willing to help. And some people are not. I think that's maybe the biggest part that will come out of quarantine or COVID-19 of thinking of like, who are people and what are their values and how do they show them? Yeah. Kind of just touching on that. Like, I just, I think it's like, we always have, even like throughout our lives have talked about community, but this year it really is like, you don't have to do it on your own. You know what I mean? Even if you're a business owner and we're finally asking for help from people, you know, like in these different ways and being able to help the people that, you know, you're able to help too. And like, we're really doing community, community things. Like I think more than ever this year. So it's like, it's, it's awesome to see in like every industry, at least the, the building blocks are, are going, you know, so. people are like, I feel like things were so rigid for a long time. Like people were like, this is what I do for good. This is what I do for work. This is my, friend. and oh, yeah. now like everything's kind of coming together and I think that it's going to have a very um, healing. I'm hoping for a lot of healing for that. Cause like I've even gone through that a little bit. Like, like I never combined my, my fitness with my regular job. Like it was kind of something like, and I said this, like I was kind of embarrassed at first to be like, like this little blonde Pilates instructor. Like it's real. It's for me embarrassing. Like not embarrassing. I should not say that. Um, Like I was like, I did a lot of cheerleading growing up and sports and ballet. And I think I was always interpreted as not smart. So like I went into finance to kind of prove that, you know, and these were not my people. Like there's a lot of, it's a very ego driven, very zero sum game industry. And I didn't like, and it's about taking advantage. It's really about, it's not not community based, put it that way. You know, and this has been one of the first times where I've like combined, like, I really like, I want to help people be the best that they can be. Like, I think that everyone can be, if they're given time and energy and someone will meet them on how they can learn, like what 
sitting down and teaching you how to use a Google spreadsheet or teaching, you know, showing you how to do an email campaign or teaching you how to do lighting. Like if you can sit down on someone's level and show them how to be better, like that will fundamentally change their life. Like, like meeting, like teaching people in their learning styles, you know, um, like, I love that. It's something that's really important to me. I love, you know, fitness for me is a way that I can last longer. <laughs> you know, like I get to yell at people. I get to fix things. Like, great. <laughs> I don't get fat. I can eat as much as I want, you know, and, you know, and then building something has always been really fun. So this has like been the first time for me personally, that I've put all of it together in one piece and it's been very healing for me. I've realized I'm kind of like, I realized that I'm cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know kind of corny but it's like you're putting yourself together like you are all these different things but you're really the same person just doing those things and now you're like no nah, i could do it i'm i'm all those things now i can get paid like, for yeah. it for real and I for get real other people paid yeah. for it for real get paid yeah, for that yeah, it's like, but just but it's like it's just but, but like i'm not all about money but you need more money to last longer to do more make more mistakes and shit like you know make so, a bigger yeah. impact oh my gosh, exactly. right and like i love the dots like i'm learning it but i'm getting to teach it which is my best yeah. To teach and like I've been so proud of like all of like the organizations I've worked with and like the instructors like I'm like look at you guys like <laughs> in March like no one knew what to do like you were dependent on a studio like you were dependent for real your yeah, like, you're like what and they I were mean? making so much money <laughs> off of these people like you know like I think starting rate is like twenty five dollars an hour or something like that and the studio was making almost three hundred per class. Like, think about that disparity. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's so predatory because the more instructor, like, the better you are, they don't pay you that much more and they make that much more money off of you. And here, I have, they keep all their own money. I don't take a cut for that because, like, A, this is not a time to be like, a, do you know what other? It's like, yeah, like, it's like the long haul, man. You're like, like building this like, whole thing. Value, like their value. Like if you're making, like I don't think you should ever make under a hundred dollars for something that you're doing well. Like that is my goal. So make sure every single person makes a hundred dollars class. Like, that is my personal goal. And like seeing seeing that recognition and that value be created in them as instructors has been so exciting. That's really cool. They will I'll, and they can get clearly. There. Yeah. Well, you're clearly passionate for fitness. You know, you're a, an entrepreneur and a champion for social justice. So I think that those things will take you very far and uh, help you reaching your goals. But if people want to join you on this fitness journey, where can they find you? Um, join me at thevirtualstudio.io. And on Instagram? Thevirtualstudio.io. Oh, there nice. you go. There you go. Keep it simple. Oh, I can't keep trying sure to link all that. <laughs> yeah and yeah and, and we'll be sure to yeah, link, uh, link that up event that, yeah, up. that yeah. event once uh, we have an official link we'd love to uh put that on make sure they know sounds good yeah but yes thank you for joining us yeah. on this friday night we appreciate yeah. it you can follow me at mr bd on instagram and i'm at young man old souls and we're at quality goods tv for all of your podcast related needs we got merchandise and everything you can support us you can support our community so uh, check us out. But uh, until next time, we out.